The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. You know, if you listen regularly to The Opinion and you know we've followed the story of the Gerns family uh, consistently over the last number of years, this is Andrew Gerns. He was 29 when he was found unresponsive in his cell at Cork Prison on the 28th of September 2020. His family are now suing the Irish Prison Service. They allege that negligence led to his death. There was subsequently an inquest uh, where a jury recommended an independent review of all medical care. And I'm um, joined once again by Evan Gerns, Andrew's brother. Um, Evan, there was some closure, I guess, through the inquest, but now the family feels that a better job could have been done for Andrew he could have been served better, and you believe he might be alive today if he had been served better. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Good to talk to you again. It's a big decision um, to take yeah. this. It is. Um, it's for these two kids mainly, um, for their future, um, and for to address this uh, issue that is going on within prisons, the glitch in the system and the medical care that uh, prisoners are getting. Um, it, it, it's not up to standard. That, that we believe that, that that well especially Andrew's case could have got more uh, medical treatment uh, because he had a previous suicide attempt more should have been done yeah yeah. remind me again of where you feel the failings are uh, um, uh, the, commit, the committal uh, interview um, when someone brought it to the prison that's um, from the Gardaí to the to the prison authorities isn't passed over um, the the system that the Irish Prison Service work off um, it, it, it's not fit for purpose um, that is jumping in and out and th- th- there's issues and, and they know about this from a previous case in 2019 things still haven't been done uh, to fix this glitch um, the medical care in Cork Prison especially that's all I know of but it's probably true Um we want a review of all the medical care and we want it done straight away before anyone's life is lost. A couple of things that emerged was that because of the previous suicide attempt, he should have been under special observation. Uh, that didn't happen. No, that didn't happen. And in their own uh, in their own followings of medical uh, of suicide, if you have two or more risk factors in in, in listed um, then you were to put in a special observation cell. Andrew had six uh, risk, risk factors that should have, and that, that he should have been put in a special observation cell. Yeah. No. Also, um, he he contacted your mom and was quite distressed on the phone, and then she tried to ring back. She Who ran back again from she- uh, and and the and the day Andrew took his own life, um, he rang my mother around twelve twelve o'clock, um, and he wasn't making any sense, and he was in a delusion state and hallucinating, and she she just couldn't wait to get him off the phone to bring him back to prison, and she got through to a prison officer, and she was transferred to the medical unit, and um, a nurse said, "Look, we're aware of the situation. Uh, we'll keep an eye on him." After that, between after that phone call, Andrew was checked thirteen times. Eleven of them checks were two seconds long. Yeah, I've like we've seen the CCTV, you know. So yeah, we feel that more could have been done to keep him under observation. Yeah. There were certain reports. Now the prison service itself 
doesn't comment on individual cases, but but there was there was a report. There was so stuff came out at the inquest that I I think gave the family to believe that there is a case to be answered here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And people need to be people people. There, need, there needs to be changes, and there needs to be changes straight away. Um, I've contacted Simon Harris's office, and I've heard nothing since. Um, just to change change change. Uh, the way they committal, the way they assess people, um, you know, it, it, they need to be done straight away before any more suicides are, are within the prison. Uh, suicides in prison is at an all-time high anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Evan, this is this is for his kids. How old are they now? Uh, Dean is fifteen, and Sophie is eight. Okay. And how are they? How are they dealing with this? How are they coping? Uh, they're, they're, they're they're coping. Grand. They're getting there. They're big family around them. You know. Um, you know, so just have to get on with it. Yeah, how are you getting on? My grand is working away, you know, the best I can do. Exactly, that's all you can do. And how's your mum? Yeah. Ah, she's good. She's back at work now, and um, just keep the head down, you know, and just just try not to forget Andrew. And well, yeah. you know, we leave the solicitors and them fight out this, you know. Yeah, at least they do the heavy lifting now, don't they? You've just given yeah, them everything yeah. you need them to look into. You've given them the, the yeah. inquest report. You've given them all the other stuff and say, here, do with that what you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do they believe there's a case to answer? They do? Yes, absolutely. They wouldn't have, done, they wouldn't have taken it on otherwise, no. Excellent. All right, Evan, we'll stay in touch with you. I know yeah. these things can be slow yeah. and painful and yeah, very can painful. I, uh, can, I just, can I just say thank you to Thomas Gould? He, he was outstanding to my family um, going through the inquest okay. and Donegal Air as well. Um, they were brilliant. So um, okay. thanks very much. I'm really appreciated and won't be forgotten. Okay. Evan, always a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, Evan, the brother of the late Andrew Garns. The inquest, they fought for the inquest for a number of years. They got the inquest recently. And because of what came out at that inquest, they now feel, and their legal advisors now feel, they have a case to raise against the prison service. They believe his life could have been saved. Corks 96 FM.